one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. And I am Matthew, and welcome to another exciting episode of the wonderful Pappy's Flatshare House Meeting. Yes, it is wonderful. It's not our place to say, but I think we can safely say that it's pretty wonderful stuff, isn't it? I yeah. think, yeah. I, I mean, it's not. It's we, we've rarely been uh, uh, fen- fenced in by what is and isn't our place, right? Hey, here's an idea. Yeah, go on. <laughs> How do you think the culture world would fare? If all reviews, and hear me out on this, because I think there's something in it. (laughs) If all all reviews were written by the creators. Oh. Do you know, so you're you're only allowed to review your own work. So reviewers don't exist. The only reviews that get published are the people doing the shows. Now, I genuinely think... I mean, you had me at reviews don't exist, but I'm not sure the next (laughs) bit of the plan I'm I'm that bothered by. I don't think you would get many five stars. No, you'd get very few five star reviews. I think you'd, <laughs> you'd really, you'd be, you'd really be on curb hyperbole. Yeah, hyperbole, as you call it. Hyperbole, exactly. That's part. That's the project. The hyperbole project, <laughs> where everybody has to review themselves. Well, Tom. Tom, in which case, let's put it into practice immediately. <laughs> You've done this episode of House Meeting. You know about it. I mean, admittedly, we did record it about a week ago, so you may have forgotten all of it. Yeah. But what are you... What? And I tell you what, no, let's let the listeners listen first, and okay. then we'll, you can critique it at the end. We'll, we'll critique it at the end. But before we let the listeners listen to the fantastic... I mean, again, I'm reviewing it. Uh, uh, house Meeting. <laughs> the, the, I can't okay. Re- Curb, I hyperbole. One of the... One of the... You know what? I'm going to give it five stars. I don't care. Here we uh, go. Oh, that's just, the system, the that's system's the, broken already. The system crumbles <laughs> because of my my just terrible arrogance. It's but the arrogance it's built on a um, on a, 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 on a on scaffolding of abject fear. Uh, so it's like that's that's all arrogance is really, isn't it? It's built on fear. What what will have to happen is if you give a five star review then uh, a psychologist has to explain why you've given a five-star review afterwards. <laughs> you can have a five-star right. review, but you have to then spend a day with a psychologist talking to them, and then they write a review on you. So at the, at the end, end, is Tom going to be your psychologist? Well, he has been for many years, and now I, <laughs> I, 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 we can't broadcast what he's told me about my inner workings. Uh, right. Listen, uh, we've got uh, we've got another Pappy's Flatshare slam down. Um, it's on hoving the 20- interview. It's hoving interview, the twenty seventh of June, and uh, I tell you what else is hoving interview: the old sold out sign. We're gonna have to hang up outside. So if you want to oh, grab your tickets, again. do it now, guys. Tom we're Davis plagued by that sold out sign. We are plagued. It we're won't also, we're, leave us alone. We're plagued by Tom Davis and Estebanito. Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a line of that is, Estebanito and Tom Davis. Oh, great. I'm so excited about this one. It's going to be a good one. Uh, so that is happening on the 27th of June at our yes. usual haunt of the Phoenix in Cavendish Square. Uh, get your tickets from pappyscomedy.com forward slash live. All of the ticket details are there. If you're the one who buys the last ticket that causes the sold out sign to go up, then You've got a golden ticket. You've got a golden <laughs> chance. You get to host the show and I get to review it. No, um, no. <laughs> you don't get out that lightly. But yeah, 27th of June uh, at the Phoenix. Get along to that. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> the reviews are in, guys. The reviews are in. Who reviews the reviewer? Oh, it's harder than it looks. I'll start giving them more credit, actually. I've had a thought. I've got an issue. I've got a question I want to ask you. I want to talk. I want to chat. Okay, let's sit down and chew the fat. House meeting. 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 What temperature should we set the heat? House meeting. 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 
Why on earth am I always weeping? House meeting. Who wet my bed while I was sleeping? Let's have a house meeting. What's the point? Does life have a meaning? House meeting. So mermaids cropped up this morning. Oh, oh yeah. The, the old thorny issue. And, are you, and, and you say this as if, like, you were, you were by the coast and a few of them were sort of <laughs> reclining on a rock <laughs> just on some just seashells. Just singing a song. Protecting their modesty. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it, that does beg a good question, actually, which is, if, if mermaids were alive today... What would they... <laughs> uh, yeah, if they were still around, is what you mean, yeah. If they hadn't all gone extinct. <laughs> if we hadn't killed off the bloody mermaids. Exactly. If the last, if the last mermaid wasn't in the, uh, wasn't in the Natural History Museum with an apologetic sign next to it, yeah. <laughs> Stuffed. A stuffed mermaid. And it, like, the, like the walrus at the Horniman Museum, it's been massively overstuffed. It's, the skin is stretched to breaking point. They had no idea how much K-pox they're supposed to stick inside it. Yeah. But if they were still around the, today, the, the fish tails like three times the size of the <laughs> yeah, tiny little, really <laughs> a tiny little waif-like top, yeah. and then yeah. a huge whale yeah. tail on the bottom. Yeah, although that that was the fashion back in the, back in those days. Mermaids <laughs> 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 used to they'd corset themselves in and then anyway and then whale tail. <laughs> have you got a whale tail? <laughs> that led to the cruel habit of people killing whales for their tails. Mermaids would actually slaughter whales. They'd gang up yeah, together terrible. and then they'd slip into its tail. Oh, no wonder. All in the name of all the name of high fashion. Yeah. So anyway, they they, they they cropped up this morning. You were having a conversation. I'm, I'm assuming you'd. you'd I've got a side daughter. question. Are you sidebar? If mermaids were around today, would they be yeah. singing modern songs to tempt sailors onto the rock? It's rocks? me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me. Well, that's <laughs> giving themselves away, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, do, do mermaids tempt... I thought sirens tempted people onto the rocks. Oh, but mermaid, Do mermaids do the same thing? I didn't know if I that was a merma- I thought a siren was a mermaid. Oh, Part of the question. Right. Part of the question. Part of the question are you- is, are sirens and mermaids the same thing? Yeah. My experience of uh, of mermaids sort of begins and ends with the Little Mermaid, and yes, she had a sort of haunting song, didn't she? That bewitched. She had that. Ah, ah. Oh my God, he's tempting me. Can I go on record and say half finished that song? Because it bewitched people, but I think part of their bewitching was, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> Steer the ship a little closer, because surely, surely we just can't hear it anymore. That's got to be going somewhere. There's got to be a drop at some point, surely. <laughs> it's the equivalent of when my dad walks into a room and goes, um, and then just leaves the room. Tom, can I just say one thing? It's not your dad who does that. <laughs> <laughs> He's tempted us into another podcast. <laughs> the parody song. Well, they'd be singing modern songs. It's a good question, isn't it? Because you think now, you don't want to be sort of sailing your ship on, on stormy waters and think, oh, someone left Radio 3 on. You want exactly. something a bit more compelling. Well, you'd, probably, you'd probably keep listening for the shipping forecast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, yeah. <laughs> Turn it over to the World Service. Um, yeah, exactly that. Well, so, and, and the, the ugly truth that comes with that is that one of them mermaids got a beatbox. Mm. <laughs> oh no! The Tom, acapella groups. <laughs> Tom, I think we've actually come up with a great new show. Right, this is a Netflix Disney Plus. You know that right. kind of. You know the kind of like uh, like the, the show about everyone who's got a super superpower and someone doesn't. You know that that show, remarkable, incredible. Yeah. Wonderful, whatever they're called. The reviews are in. I'm watching it. That's the mad thing. I'm watching the show. I've got no clue what it's called. It's a good show. <laughs> but by the way, this is like just. I've got a sidebar to the sidebar, right? So <laughs> Succession is finished, right? Oh yeah, Su- yeah Succession's yeah, finished. Yeah, yeah. And there's been a lot Does of. It? Yeah. God. Should... I wish people would talk about it. A bit I more. know. I know. <laughs> they're just like that slip away. <laughs> so and, and and there've been lots of sort of tweets going oh, great, now I don't have to pretend I understand what's going on in Succession or any episode of Succession, I understand about 15% of what's going on. And I agree with that, but I also think that's true with me of all TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Like, for currently, we have, we've got builders at work in, in our, our house at the moment, 
and every day new people come so an electrician comes a plumber comes they're putting in a new kitchen there's lots of different people every people come and we've got we've got a julian we've got a a, a charlie we've got a dan and what i need because this is the kind of t- telly i watch and this is it's made me thicker but i need it now is i watch a tv show where every time a character appears on stage on screen even their name appears you know, like yeah, I'm talking about yeah. Selling Sunset or, you know, yeah. Married at First Sight. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah, up yeah, to yeah. like, you know, we're, we're, you know, you could be 37 episodes into a series and they're still bringing out, this is Chriselle. You're like, I, oh. I need that now in real life because I've, oh. I've got no clue who anyone is. <laughs> I also want it to turn into, I want, I want like Julian to arrive and be like, I'm here to do the electricity and you're like, want a cup of tea? And then it immediately cuts to an interview with Julian. Oh, I yes. could tell you doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> I knew I could charge this guy anything I wanted, so I went to town. Like, <laughs> I really want the whole experience to be a reality TV show. Crosby's got the workers in and it's just like... We've got a se- separate breakaway room for, uh, for face-to-face interviews. <laughs> Where they go to have a cup of tea for two hours. <laughs> so he thinks I'm fetching my tools. I'm in here, slagging him off <laughs> <laughs> have you brought up the succession finale with any of the guys working on your house not yet not yet it's only day I three would, I'd love you to give it a go because from the Guardian articles it's all talking everyone's about it. talking about it Everybody's it's gripped about. the public and I would love I'd love to go <laughs> give them a cup of tea and go do you watch the succession finale just to see you watched the succession last night what were they thinking eh oh <laughs> I'll ask. I'll, I'll definitely ask. Cause I can. When you read The Guardian, it's like you can't walk into a shop without talking about the succession finale at the till. <laughs> like... I mean, I mean. to be fair, we've talked about it a lot. <laughs> so I, 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 can't, I can't. I can't cope. I can't stop reading about the succession finale. You, you've you never seen any it. other episodes. <laughs> never seen the other episodes. Start with the finale. It's good. It's a good place to start. It's, it's, do you know what? I could have started with the finale and understood it exa- exactly as much as I had done. <laughs> that is one of my... That's one of my issues. I feel like you could watch the first episode and the last episode of Succession and actually, you're good. I'm, I, <laughs> I genuinely think you're good. No spoilers, but they don't all end up happy at the end. <laughs> Money doesn't suddenly bring them happiness. It should. Do you know what? I'm just thinking back, and I think you might have a good point here, Crosby, because even like if if you go with, say, The Sopranos, which I've watched mm-hmm. all of and loved, yeah. I think 15% might be about right when you go in like, well, Joe Shamali's in New Jersey and he's got to work the crack. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to have to sort something out here. Really? (laughs) (laughs) I think you may have watched a porn parody. (laughs) I understood it. (laughs) Joe Shamali watches the crack. My favourite episode. Joe Shamali's gone to Ireland for the crack. You could watch Joe Shamali watches the crack and you're good. You get the whole of the crack. <laughs> Joe Shamali watches the crack. And We're back to mermaids again. We're back to sea creatures. Joe Shamali. Joe Shamali gets tempted by the mermaids into the Kraken's den. Um, so, so I, I feel Tom. Yeah, I feel as if this show, this show, this show. We, we it is a. Um, it's it's a it's sort of Little Mermaid meets Splash, meets uh, like uh, Step Up to the Streets. There, okay. that's the bit we need. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there couldn't so, have been all mermaid related products. <laughs> you can't do. You can't reel off. It's this meets that meets, meets, that. meets the movie it's Mermaids with Cher. It's, it's, <laughs> she it's wants to sing the Shoop Shoop song. Yeah. <laughs> It's just about mermaids. Okay, okay. <laughs> but we call it the big mermaid. Step up to the streets. Yeah, I'm interested. Step up to the streets. Yeah, step up to the step up to the streets. It, oh, can, I, can I say it also meets the shape of water? Guys, I just didn't want to... <laughs> right, okay, okay. Just I didn't want... The Shape of Water is standing in the conversation and, you know, like, awkwardly going, well, shall I say something? Say something, Shape of Water. Say, we've got a mermaid involved here. Uh, uh, so, merman, so, yeah. very modern. Merm- a merman, exactly. It's 2023, guys. Um, so, uh, the idea is, you know, they're all singing their clarion calls on the rocks, you know. Yeah. She is the mermaid who decides to break away to go right. on land and make it as a trap MC. <laughs> <laughs> Very does modern. She, does she bring Very it back? Very modern. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Don't you worry about it. She brings it back every performance. <laughs> she drops That's it like really. it's hot. She brings it back. She picks it up. Don't you worry. No spoilers involved there. She absolutely brings it back. Yeah. <laughs> Step up to the shore. 700 characters, all of them uh, with different, <laughs> slightly similar names. You don't know who anybody is. All of them All of them got a trade. <laughs> They're always all on their way. Working on, all of them working on Crosby's house. <laughs> <laughs> They're vying for the bathroom just so they could breathe. <laughs> <laughs> can mermaid? No, mermaids can breathe in air, can they? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They've got hu- human lungs. They don't need gills or anything like that. But um, Tough then. Tough break, that. Can they breathe both? Because they don't seem to have much of a problem underwater either do they they breathe underwater as well although they you see like little bubbles going up don't you is it a bit like they a bit like they're uh, sort of snorkeling or scuba diving but yeah they can definitely they can chat underwater they can talk to each other they can sing underwater they've got it all they can do it all it's the can dream they be, isn't but, it but can they beatbox underwater <laughs> let's find out in can they bring it two. back <laughs> <laughs> can they can they drop a huge dubstep beat <laughs> Um, this is imperfect pitch. <laughs> Ironically, it's, it's a perfect pitch. It is a perfect pitch. Disney Plus, if you're listening, we're ready. We're good to go. House meeting. Can I get this pizza delivered to my meeting? House meeting. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Who's our mermaid, though? You want someone hip and trendy and cool like Sydney Sweeney to be your mermaid? I don't know who that is, so I can no, only assume that means. In which case, yeah, in which cool. case, the perfect name. <laughs> that's how. That's yeah, how they cast shows now. Good. <laughs> they cast shows now by showing a picture of someone to an old yeah. person. <laughs> this bloke yeah, just walked into a room and said, "Um," and walked out. Show a picture of Sydney Sweeney. If he goes, "Oh yeah, I think I've seen her." Wasn't she in the first series the of White Lotus? Out, out. She's not in it. Yeah. <laughs> She's lost her street cred. <laughs> Um, but anyway, we, we, you, you had a couple of questions about um, mermaids. The first one was, would they sing modern songs? And I think the answer, of course, has to be yes. What was your other question? What was your, your overarching question? Well, I, I had a, my, my other question was, and I think I, I, I learned this morning from a, uh, a card inside a children's snack that mermaids tempt sailors with their lovely songs. Oh. And I didn't know that that was the case, but I think That's... they, or I think they certainly entertain them with their songs. But whether or not they're feeling they're like siren, the anti lighthouse. Yeah. I think silent. I think sirens might be the bad versions of them. I could be wrong, but I think there's there's something in that as well. I don't know. Ooh, so so the series is sirens versus mermaids. Oh, hello! Now we're talking. That's so good, and it, so it's got a little bit of kind of um, what was that cheerleading movie? Was it called Bring It On? Bring it's It got On, that, yeah. So you got the you kind of got the goodies and the baddies. But as it's called, Bring It Back, right? Bring it back. As it's Bring It Back. As she sings the modern song, Bring It Back, Sing It Back, Bring It Back. Oh, that one's a bit too bit too new for me. She bring it back to the sea. She sings, yes, please. She sings all the modern songs from Zoe Ball's Radio 2 show. (laughs) Bit too modern for me, the direction she's taken in, but I'll go with it. Yeah, they move from Radio 3 to Radio 2. A young young sailor, a sprightly young sailor. We're talking he's 41, he's 42. (laughs) Just a spry young strip of a thing, you know, played by a very very young Willem Dafoe. He is... We'd, ha- we'd have to age him up a little bit but yeah Willem Dafoe Willem Dafoe's there he's played a young dude we've got 
Sydney Sweeney is the mermaid. He plays he plays her a little bit of uh, St- uh, Steve Wright's love songs, and suddenly <laughs> off we go. Yeah, 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 great. Groove Armada are involved, everyone. So Captain Jeremy Vine. <laughs> Good ship radio crew. <laughs> Guys, good news. Basement Jacks are happy to be on the soundtrack. <laughs> We've got a Sophie Ellis Bexter. Very. <laughs> <laughs> We're promoting the film at Carfest, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's going great. <laughs> um, so- <laughs> Yeah, we're on just after Tom Kerridge's cookalog. It's going to be great, honestly. Kerridge's smells tempting people towards the rocks. Oh, God, he's used a lot of butter with that. Oh, lovely. Uh, <laughs> Clarkson's doing a talk. Oh, yeah, well, oh, it's, it's always quite interesting. <laughs> oh, no, we're going to need another boat. <laughs> um, an amazing Clarkson impersonation for you there by the way <laughs> oh yeah it's always quite interested <laughs> it was it was as if I mean I just have to say for the listeners we didn't get Clarkson to record that and then drop and get caution to drop that in in post that was Tom yeah. Tom, the man of many voices, <laughs> doing his famous Jeremy Jeremy Clarkson impression. Oh, that's always quite interesting. It's <laughs> always quite interesting. He really backs himself to Steve Clarkson. It's always quite interesting. I think you may be confusing with with Adrian Childs because that was spot on. <laughs> I don't mind either or. Childs would get people onto the rocks. <laughs> With his column about having half a beer or something. <laughs> I've drunk halves. I've drunk half a beer and I've lost my slipper. Or... Can anyone help? <laughs> Where did I put my slippers? The Adrian Charles column. <laughs> <laughs> um, anywho, can't um, read that paper. Bring me that close. <laughs> Where is he? He has got one. He's got the worst column in the world. It's in the um, Guardian, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the Guardian, yeah. <laughs> oh, here we no, go. Honestly. We're back again. We're back, to, we're back to the Guardian again. We're really slagging off the Guardian. Ever since yeah. we became Tory, we've really taken to yeah. slagging off the left-wing yeah, press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, the, um, yeah, they, they used to... Oh, half and half. Basically, that's, that's my point. It's half and half creatures. Okay, you're not talking about Adrian... Pa- Adrian uh, Adrian Charles's last round. Half, half. I always called him Adrian Piles there. I think that's actually not a bad name for him. (laughs) I bet that's what his colleagues call him behind his back. He's half half human, half grape. (laughs) He's he's half human, half circular cushion. (laughs) Boring you onto the rocks. In a really charming way. <laughs> I don't th- yeah, that's the thing. He taught. He says boring stuff, but in a very interesting way. I aspire to be more like Adrian Childs. I'm halfway there. <laughs> I genuinely had that conversation with myself about three weeks ago. Um, he was on Five Live, I think, and I was listening in. And I was like, "There's absolutely nothing of interest here," and I'm loving it. And I was I like, love "What Childs, a life! Yeah. What a life brilliant. to be Adrian Childs." He's operating completely within himself. He's not grasping for anything. He's not, you know, like, you know, whereas we're operating up ourselves, and that's a different yeah, exactly. thing. You know, you're in a situation, you start, you start a sentence, and you think, oh, God, I've overreached here, and I've got to drop, I'm going to have to land this. <laughs> oh, how am I going to finish Erm? Yeah. <laughs> I better leave the room for a bit. I've started to really high. I've started too high. It's like, I, um, I learned about um, Innsbruck Airport, which me and Clark, you've flown to a lot. Yes. It's the hardest airport to land in in Europe because oh, it's yeah. surrounded by mountains. So only pilots of a certain high trainee standard can land and take off from Innsbruck Airport because it's surrounded by peaks. So it's oh, sudden wow. altitude and down and in. So in Europe, it's one of the most dangerous airports to land in. Oh, Childs well. isn't ever attempting Innsbruck Airport do you know what I mean like with yeah. the company he keeps the sentences he starts he's never having to worry about a tricky la- he, he's, he, he's an easy whatever the best runway is to land in Europe well he never I, takes I, off 
<laughs> yeah, he's he's not permanently taxiing. He's just taxiing yeah. around. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure this is going somewhere. It isn't. No, he is, he is, <laughs> a, he is, a, he is a plane oh, safely ensconced in the aircraft hangar of broadcasting. That's what he is. He's there. Yeah. He's, he's, you know, people... people you know, they, they go to to see him like you might go to uh, Duxford, you know, to have a little wander around inside the plane. But no, at no point is this plane ever going to take you anywhere. That's exactly what you get from Giles. And I love it. It's the perfect. And he's, he's very good at it. He's, he's very good at it. He's the master. Yeah. And I kind of thought, imagine that Charles has got to be. Charles is the goal. No <laughs> one's going, oh, God, this has happened. Let's get an opinion from Adrian Charles. And yet he's around. He's there. He's always, yeah. They'll be like, "This has happened." Whilst we process this, here's Adrian Charles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to tell you about his breakfast. He's like just Captain Filler. The, uh, you know, you know that thing where you do when you have you got to test. If you've got to test a microphone, if you get mic'd up for a job, and a sound yeah. man says, "Just tell me what you had for breakfast." Do you think Adrian yeah. Charles goes, "I'm not burning all my good gear. <laughs> Listen, I'm not wasting. I'm not wasting my material on you, mate." Basically, <laughs> I'll count basically, to ten. And that is it. The first gig that Adrian Charles got in broadcasting, the same man did that, and he hasn't heard any instructions since. <laughs> he's just he's just read that as advice for his entire career. <laughs> just chat about you know, just chat about what you tell have us about your morning. Talk yeah, and your it's day. like, oh yeah, I can do that for four decades. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll just shift you between various various places to do it. I love it. I absolutely love it. I don't think there's any difference between... And I think this about... When you come up against the really good comedians, you kind of see that there's very little difference between what they're doing on mic and what they're doing off. Yeah, and absolutely. like you kind of go, oh, it's, it's not a performance. It's just part of who you are. And oh. I just wonder if Charles ever... Realize. I mean, I don't know if he realizes he's broadcasting or not. Sometimes he's so effortless. and that's to his credit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But what, but what would the difference be? The difference would be when he's not broadcasting. He's really interesting. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, well, no what you want speak to him? It's absolutely fascinating. No, but he is always fascinating. I think the thing is what you what you sort of aspire towards as that kind of broadcaster is. There should be no it should be a seamless transition between on stage and off you yeah. know and you see that with good, really good, good good comedians I'm not saying all comedians because there are plenty of comedians who have like have a persona or a character but a lot of really effortless comedians you could be chatting to them they're hilariously funny they wander onto the stage they don't even change the sort of the, the, the tone of their voice the intonation the inflection and it's just the same thing and, and off they go that's you know that's what Charles has got yeah you would imagine that's that living it. with him is an absolute joy yeah exactly that He's not putting on a... He's not going, oh, now I have to click into one show mode. So no, he hasn't got like a parent switch. Oh, no swearing here. I won't, you know, I'm not going to go nuts. Whereas you get the sense with quite a fair few of those one show guys, girls, you know, off camera, they're not one show. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're up a couple of, up a couple of notches. Yeah. <laughs> the three show. Jermaine Genus on the night out three is a three show. show. Three show. <laughs> uh, there was a, an England cricketer called Paul Collingwood and his nickname was Brigadier Block and they used to bring him in, he used to bat number three and he'd just stay there. He wouldn't try and score runs. He'd just block the ball, stay there, hold it down. There's your, there's your child's. No, I don't understand cricket. Charles. What's the what's the benefit of having someone who can just who can just block? I mean, obviously it means he's not <clears throat> he's not getting out. But don't you, you want to get tire out the tire out the bowlers? Oh, yeah. Let the other guys get the runs. Take, take stay the momentum here. out of it. Just be steadfast. Let's just slow it all down here, and yeah. you know that's the thing. Is that when people go, "Oh my God, Turkey have invaded Spain," they'll be like, "And here's Charles," and Charles will go. God, I ordered half a pint instead of a pint last week. <laughs> here's, here's what I found was different about that. The barmaid looked at me in a certain way and I thought, do you know what? It's still going to be fun. And everyone's going to be like, oh, wow, yeah. And then they'll come back and go, okay, it's all over Turkey and Spain. <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've heard, they've heard uh, Charles' uh, latest monologue and they've called a ceasefire. <laughs> He's like, you know, he'll just brigadier block it up. 
superb skill in a kind of Mr. Smith goes to Washington they'll have him just sort of just sort of but without any purpose he's like a purposeless Mr. Smith goes to Washington where he's just stone he's just Mr. Um, uh, Mr. Smith just stands on the street <laughs> Mr. Smith orders half a pint <laughs> Mr. Smith lost his slippers well I thought they were in Washington <laughs> um, but that's you know it, but all of this is to his credit and that's what we should say it's like it's the highest praise absolutely what a job what a career I adore Adrian Childs I think he's I think he's a brilliant broadcaster do you think we'd ever be able to get him on, on Flat Slam I was just thinking that he'd be great on Flat Slam I talked to because obviously uh, Robbins and Ellis used to do the handover to him quite a lot or handover from him uh, quite a lot for their five show I don't think they still do good luck following that I know. Well, that's that. I think that's the that's the reason why they'd have a bit of a chat during the show. Like they'd come on at the end of his show and he'd chat a little bit because you can't go cold. You know, and then they, before they, you know it, their show's over. Charles yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is still there. <laughs> well, have you looked under the stairs? Uh, yeah, <laughs> tried to. Anyway, anyway that's all you've come on for. That, that's the end of your show. And by the way, Turkey have invaded Spain. Anyway, enjoy the weekend. I'll be on the one show in about twenty minutes to finish this story. Safe finish. Yeah. It never ends. Yeah, yeah. See you at Carfest, guys. <laughs> oh, Charles Compare in the main stage at Carfest. I think it'd be hard for that? any. Yeah, exactly. But you know, the thing is, he'd be too interesting. You wouldn't want to let you know. It, it would be the perfect chill out tent. That's what you really want at a festival. Ch- the child's <laughs> out tent. The child's out tent, where you've got, where you're like, oh, I've, I've just got a, like, I've got a know, bit it's, hard. It's the third day. I've gone a bit. I've gone a bit hard. I'm really starting. I've gone, to I've gone three show. Yeah, I've gone three <laughs> show at Carfest. <laughs> <laughs> three shot car fest. I'll go and have a diet go and lie down in the trials. Does Carfest have a podcast stage? <laughs> I don't think uh, I don't know if we get away with it in that none of us really know anything about cars. Well, I can't. I can't rock up in my 2009 Vauxhall Corsa and go right, right, guys. <laughs> Let's pod about cars. I'll open my. Uh, I'll open with my Clarkson impression. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it always says something interesting. Um, <laughs> Clarkson and Childs, flat slam guests at Carfest. <laughs> I mean, I'm up for it. I'm up for it if we can book them. If you're listening, guys. Do you get in touch? Backersflatshare at gmail.com. Childs doesn't listen. Childs only, he only puts out, he doesn't take yeah, it. Yeah, he's, 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 a, he's a one-way valve, isn't he? He's a one-way valve. He really that's a, is. I'm, that's a bit like you, isn't it, Tom? You're, you're, Thank you. That's, that's, I'll take that. It's, it's the nicest thing anyone's ever said about you in comparing you to Adrian Charles and that you've well, never listened that. I, I wasn't really listening to what you said. I know it was about me. <laughs> I assume it was a compliment. And you're very welcome. <laughs> Apology accepted. I've said it once before, but it bears a repeat. What do you think, though, right? Because obviously, it's the, the the festival, the summer festival, is a big thing. They're all starting up now. It's you've got, upon you've us. Got, you've got your pub oh. in the park, right? You know, that's that's all the cooking. You've got your you've got your car fest. You've got the big feast. That's the you know Alex James and the cheese and all the all that kind of stuff. Like obviously, you've got Alex James music. and the cheese are playing. Alex James oh. and the cheese, the cheese. <laughs> yeah. That, that <laughs> you know what? Forks and the machine. <laughs> there are some days when I prefer Alex James and the Cheese to Blur, and I fucking love Blur. I mean, yeah, yeah. I got an Alex James cheese box for my birthday, and oh my god, he knows what he's doing. They're so good. They're so good. I think he might make the best brie in England. Wow. Which I know it's not the place you're supposed to get brie, but still. <laughs> <laughs> he makes bad brie. <laughs> Is what we're saying there. <laughs> he makes the least worst brie. No, no his, his brie is absolutely fantastic. It's really, really good. Um, but what do you think is the is the thing? The big. Have you, vi- have you visited his farm? Is that a, never, do they? No. Do people do that like a little pilgrimage? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure you. Can, I'm sure you can. 
Um, but I, I, I never have. No, I just, I just, Alex James's I, 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 smell I just a got sent it by my sister. She ordered it online. <laughs> that's the brie you can smell at it. On. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he's got one. The big festival. That's at Alex James's farm, isn't it? Oh, yeah. That, right. Oh, right. That's it. So, yeah. so there's that. What is the next thing that you could do that would be a festival? What's the next kind of? I mean, I, I feel Siren like fest. A mermaid theme festival. It's got to be for little kids because kids love it. mermaids and unicorns. Basically, little kids just love them. What? What about? Uh, is there? Is there a keep fit festival? I know no one calls it keep fit anymore. No one's called it keep fit since the Jane Fonda workout um, <laughs> LPs back in the late seventies, early eighties. Is there a jogging fest? <laughs> jog, jog, jog on. Are you going to jog on? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm running past it. <laughs> <laughs> we can, well, we can all do circuits around the Chemical Brothers. <laughs> oh, that would be good though. You, yeah, you have a uh, three sixty stages that yeah, you just well, you, you know run around. Uh, Megan and Charlie uh, a it few years ago. <laughs> Megan and Charlie a few years ago went to. Do you remember they went to Box Park in Croydon together oh, yeah. to do boxercise while the So Solid crew performed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And I think it was just like beating the shit out themselves. I think it was. I think actually only two of them showed up, but it was two of the. I think it was Romeo Dunn and Lisa Mafia. So it was two of the good ones. But they're very um, motivational, aren't they? They just twenty-one seconds to go. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) It's great for circuits, isn't it? It's really good for circuits. Twenty-one on, twenty-one rest. Twenty-one on, twenty-one rest. Twenty-one tick tick tick. But yeah, that's good. That's that. That is a good thing, isn't it? If you get like a big, you know, you've got someone up on up on stage, uh, like a Joe Wicks, but behind them, you've got the view, you know, <laughs> <laughs> beating the fuck out of each other again. Um, but yeah, you've got you've got Joe Wicks at the front, but you've got a a, a full band. Joe Wicks has got like one of those like M- Madonna uh, headsets that you can you know you can shout yeah. shout commands and everyone's doing it together. That would be I- that would be a great fest. I'd be really surprised if that isn't already out there. I bet it is, yeah. Because there's be. like, like the you know the well the well being festivals. Well, there's there's kind of there's Fern Cotton's Happy Place, isn't there? She does a festival which is all <laughs> is of there? like the yeah yeah there is. <laughs> there's there's where where basically uh, uh, a load of uh, people who are into sort of new agey healing and that kind of yeah. stuff they all go and do do that thing so it's the Fern Cotton Happy Place Festival so there's got to so be so what about what about Adrian Child's comfy place <laughs> oh just a field like, full of armchairs the, yeah the Adrian Child's <gasps> oh, comfy yes, place oh. and it's just some armchairs some really nice rugs it's an old people's um, home basically <laughs> <laughs> you get served mashed up food <laughs> and, and they've got five live on all day yep <laughs> Who's you know playing what? at the Demon's Arena? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. why is this festival in Sweden? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Kevorkian comes on stage to do a keynote speech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think fitness, well-being, food. Yeah, that. I mean, is there one for I don't know, like? Furniture. Yeah, I think we need to go like <laughs> furniture. We need to go further down the rung. Like I think that's you- IKEA, Tom. I think it happens every <laughs> single day. It's actually a lot more stressful than you think. Day three of IKEA is worse than day three of Glastonbury. <laughs> but if it's like you know, it's IKEA, but Ellie Goulding's playing or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I tell you what, two wrongs don't make a right in this cons- in this instance, man. <laughs> it's a bad thing, but hear me out. <laughs> There's also a worse thing there. I tell you what, at least the at least the ones wrecking their ships on this one. Everyone's just sailing straight on past. That's the modern land. No That's the modern landed onto uh, these rocks. Uh, uh, lighthouse. Yeah. <laughs> it's an IKEA with any golding on the roof, like Brian May. <laughs> <laughs> Saved a lot of lives. <laughs> <laughs> My point originally was that, in terms of mermaids, there was the rage for half and half creatures as. It feels like it's had its time, 
But it feels like back in the day, all you had to do was invent a hot, to, you know, splice, splice from the waste and give it a name. The centaur. Exactly. The minotaur. These, the yeah, centaur, right, yeah. the minotaur, the mermaid, the fawn. The fawn, yeah. yeah, yeah. All those boys, all those girls, you just splice them at the waist, bob on what you like, give yeah. it a name, go and tell everyone you've the seen The human centipede. <laughs> could you not splice me onto his waist please no a little lower a little lower worst festival I've ever been to Clark he's managed to avoid uh, avoid ever being in a human centipede because of having an ass half up his back it just would be, yeah. be impractical well no he'd be the, he'd be the front wouldn't he uh, yeah, it has to be a human millipede wouldn't it he'd be leading the conga <laughs> And then the second one's kind of locked in at shoulder height. And then it slopes down. Oh, boy. I mean, is there a horror festival, Clarky? Fright Fest? Yeah. What does it... Like and film the, festivals and stuff like that. Like, like, But I don't know about, you know, in a we're, field. We're talking about outdoors with bands yeah. playing. And the camping is what you Everyone's want. doing spooky <clears throat> versions of their songs. Yeah. Is that is that what happens at like the Great Festival? Everyone does like food based versions <laughs> of oh, I, mean, I, would t- I would totally do that if I was if I was playing. Then I'm changing the lyrics to all my songs. To well, you've got to write the lyrics first. So I say cut out the middleman and just write a bunch of songs about food and get a, get an immediate booking. It's a good point, actually. There's not it's not enough songs about food. There's not enough songs about food. <laughs> I'm saying it. <laughs> okay. Do you want to try and play a game of name a song about food, and uh, and the first one who can't years out it's, it's the food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to start. I'm going to open with Watermelon Sugar High by Harry Styles. I'm going to follow up with Lollipop by Mika. Uh, this is like the worst DJ set ever. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not a good start, is it? People are flocking out of the tent to Charles's chill out, sir. Um, <laughs> chill out, sofa. I'm, I'm going for that song that goes hot dog jumping frog. It's called the King of Rock and Roll. Yeah, it's, it's called the King of Rock and Roll. It. It's got hot dog in it. I'm like, come on, you can't be going. It's got hot dog in it at this stage. Surely you've got to be t- song titles with. <laughs> and I don't think it's against the rules what I've just done. Okay, you said we haven't established the rules. That's the problem, I think. Um, uh, in which case, I'm going to go with Monster Mash. <laughs> I'm going to go for Milkshake, Kalise. Oh, love it. Is that? A, are we allowing beverages? Same yeah, for, I think. Well, I mean, you yeah, know, I'd say, come on, if we're, al- if we're allowing hot dog jumping frog. <laughs> okay. I mean, when, when was the last time you ate a jumping frog? <laughs> <laughs> Worst car fest ever that was. Two thousand three. Um, food off. <laughs> licked one. Would you mind, genius? <laughs> didn't sleep for four days. <laughs> it's good to Agent Charles's tent. <laughs> I'm going for raspberry barret. Oh, the kind you find in a second-hand store. Yeah, that's right. That raspberry oh, behold. These raspberries are off. Cheap as creepers. The kind you find at Alex James's big festival. <laughs> He's great with brie. Less good than his fruit, though. He's great with raspberry. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, what about Mouldy Old Doe by Lieutenant Pigeon? I mean, come on, should we end this game here? <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah I'm gonna go for peaches by the presidents <laughs> very good I'm going for strawberry hill strawberry f- no yeah do you climbing up on strawberry hill Salisbury hill Tom strawberry fields forever yeah yes 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 climbing strawberry up on strawberry hill, hill. oh if you go down you go into the fields <laughs> Meeting John Lennon, he's writing the song. <laughs> he's just licked a frog, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, well, if we're going Beatles, let's go Glass Onion. Right. Oh, it's a difficulty. Quite a lot of these things are actually inedible. 
<laughs> a raspberry beret, a glass onion, and some monster mash. It's the worst. It's the worst episode of Ready Steady Cook I've ever seen. It's a tough meal. It's a tough meal. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on off menu, but uh, I'm afraid you've said three of the secret ingredients. You're banned from the Dream Restaurant. So some got a candy, candy. Candy, 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 candy. <laughs> Robbie Williams. Yeah, that's it. Hey, ho, here she, she goes. goes. Got a little too high and a little too low now. Yeah, her lips made of candy. Yeah, yeah. Um, now on the on the B side of. Back oh, my God. <laughs> oh dear! I tell you what, <laughs> on the B side of back this home, podcast is playing on the rocks. The, <laughs> the, the, we are. It is on the rocks, isn't it? <laughs> the B side of England's World Cup song "Back Home" yeah. was called "Cinnamon Stick." Jacket Potato. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Was it? Thank you, baked potato. <laughs> oh, is that going to be your next one? It could be. Yeah. Why not? So. I'm going to go for cinnamon stick. <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on, mate. Yeah. I've got a good one next. Yeah? All right. Okay, here we go. Uh, I am going to go for... Roll with it. By Oasis. Because <laughs> oh, roll is a food and Oasis is a drink. So it's a full pack lunch right there, isn't it? <laughs> It's a, real meal, it. it's a real meal deal. <laughs> it's a boots meal deal, mate. <laughs> oh, dear. Clarky, come on. You can do this, man. Any song by Hot Chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, okay. Didn't they do a song called I Believe I'm in Hot Chocolate <laughs> since you came along? Okay, well, it was a wonderful round of the game. Parry, we have to hear yours because you're so excited about it. And also because Parry started writing on the whiteboard in his room. So he's gone, he's, he's gone, he's gone full succession on this. He's got this, this character arcs for his next answer. Go on, what have you, what have you come up with, Parry? Spice up your life. Oh, beautiful. By the Spice Girls. Wonderful. Well, and that's just guys, any kind of spice. Any kind of, it could be, it could be tarragon, it could be turmeric, it could be, you know... Uh, uh, saffron, you know, you name it, it's there. So, folks, if you can think of <laughs> a food, uh, of a song that's got a food in the title, please do get in touch. Pappy's Flatshare at gmail.com. <laughs> We've turned into Adrian Childs. <laughs> we dream of turning into Adrian Childs. There's Charles no way Childs would debase himself with a texter like that. No, no way. He would have never. He would have never done something so desperate as anything by Hot Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe I've come out of that bad. Yes, yes. <laughs> Listen, yes. none of us played a one-show game there. <laughs> we're all we're, we're all, all deep, show. deep. Yeah, no, I'd say minus three show there. <laughs> This we should rename our podcast the Minus Three Show. <laughs> I tell you what, this podcast would be better if it was Minus Three. House meeting is having subtitles on a foreign film cheating. House meeting. There we go, Tom. We want. We got. We're, we're all waiting with bated breath. These Have three you, veterans yes, go. Go. of the informal friendship-based podcast landscape prove once again that there's still some petrol in the tank some <laughs> a thoroughly enjoyable Ooh, romp like through romp. their clearly adult imaginations four stars do you know I'll what I'm happy with that man yeah. I'm happy I'll with that take it. I really enjoy that if you are that. going onto iTunes give it a five <laughs> if you, oh if you're going on iTunes copy and paste that exact review and give it a five yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And whoever is the first person to do that gets the golden ticket golden and gets the host the 27th of June. Crosby, no. Are you busy? Have you double button slot? Well, I've just found out that Cheekface are playing at the Moth Club. So, uh, right. yeah, is, listen, if anyone wants to, to, to sub in. This um, isn't the collab, is it? This is the collab, me, me collabing with, with Cheekface by going and standing in their audience. Okay, okay. Listen, okay, you know what? It's a clever what? way to do it, actually. Uh, listen, I don't want to, you know, obviously, uh, I don't want to be, you know, 
telltales outside of school here but you your episode where you stepped aside and let robbins take over he's doing absolute gangbusters (laughs) (laughs) honestly we've never had press like it it's unbelievable we've never had mostly robbins reviewing himself but still yeah very positively (laughs) as well um yeah and so i i I wonder if maybe it's time for each of us to step aside no clarky don't worry you've you've already stepped aside on many episodes (laughs) i've never stepped in (laughs) (laughs) the collab is you stepping up <laughs> well, we're announcing that Clark is going to actually try and contribute a bit more. <laughs> so, good luck with that. Um, all right, folks, if you enjoy this, uh, apart from obviously leaving us a review on iTunes, if you enjoy this podcast uh, and you have already done all of the big things like like listening and rating and subscribing and uh, telling your friends about it and uh, all of that kind of stuff and leaving us a review on Spotify, which is a thing you can do now. We would love you to join the Patreon as well. Uh, for less than a pound a week, you can have a bonus episode every single week. Sometimes multiple bonus episodes. You know, we've yeah. got we've got we 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 do bonus beefs. We do um, uh, fl- uh, Pappy's Flat Share Pop Round. We do uh, Love Sex Shag Down, our sexy show. Which I mean, we're now on the twenty. I think the twentieth or twenty-first episode of Love Sex Shag Down. And oh, oh my god. My god. It goes. It gets filthier every single month. As the kids it really would does. Say, it goes hard. It goes. It's absolutely. It's pods that go hard. Absolutely right. So get yourself to patreon.com forward slash pappy's flat share. Get yes. yourself to pappyscomedy.com forward slash live. We will see you uh, next week for another. What's it next week? Oh, it's a Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. Very yeah. exciting. Ba-ba. See you very soon, Tom. Once again, a classic sign off. From Crosby, Clarkey, and Parry, they proved that they've still got just enough to complete an episode. <laughs> Four stars. Today's episode was produced by Emma Caution. Caution team. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.